The Creators Block podcast is brought to you by Creators Block. Creators Block is a collective and a platform where creatives tell their story. If you want to learn more about creatives, including the guests on this podcast, visit creatorsblock.com. So how much battery life does that have? Um, it should be good, hopefully. I guess we'll know, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll know, we'll know. Once the light comes off. Once right the light goes off. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, we could just start. So, Polanco. First off, I don't really know your full name, your real name. So, what's your actual name? My name is Alex Polanco. Oh, yeah. So, your last name is Polanco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Polanco. Oh. That's why why'd just, why'd just stick to that? Just Polanco. No, that's AD. AD just... It's like, oh, really? Oh, I, I came in. He's like, oh, that's it. You're Polanco. <laughs> just like AWOL. He just calls him AWOL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. All right. So, so what exactly do you do now? Like, So, um, I originally started off as an actor. Really? Well, I still act. I'm still acting. That's that's my passion, actually, acting. But I figured since sometimes it's hard to get acting jobs, gigs, or yeah. even free work is even difficult to get these days in acting. And I was like, yo, I still want to be around that that environment. So I was like, yo, let me get into camera. And I also like camera. Like, I love, like, having a camera, taking pictures, recording. Yeah. Been doing it for... Since I was, like, 12 was when I really got into, like, camera. I had, like, a little... Uh, Canon cyber shot. The what the fuck, really? The oh, like the, like the point and shoot ones? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, point yeah. and shoot ones. And that's when I really like was like, oh, shoot, this this is dope. What made you want to get into acting, though? Well, um, I always liked acting since an early age. Watching, actually, TV, the Disney Channel had a lot to do with that. So, so when was the first time you actually thought about, like, oh, this is what I want to do, though, acting? For a bit. Like, how old were you? Well, ever since, like, seeing, like, them little tv shows growing up like I was disney like, yeah. channel yeah yeah, yeah. I, oh, was really? like, I, I was like i love it <laughs> but then it really happened in like college was when i really like put it really like, this is what i want to do so you and went to like classes for that yeah um i was i was doing i was actually studying civil engineering i was studying civil engineering and i had a minor like my goal was civil engineering minor in acting what the fuck <laughs> crazy crazy difference right yeah but um I just couldn't keep up with the civil yeah, this engineering. Yeah, good coffee, part. by the way. Yes. But civil engineering is fucking intense. It's yeah. intense. There was this one course I took three times, bro. And I Yo! <laughs> so I was like, okay, I guess this is a sign. Civil engineering is not Jesus for me. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so I had to let civil engineering go. And I wanted to be a civil engineer because my ultimate goal was I wanted to build my own house. That was, oh, nice. that, that was you know, you yeah, know yeah, gro- yeah. from growing up, I was like, yeah, I want to build a civil, I want to build my own house. But now I figure if I be an actor and I make the money, I pay somebody to do it. I still build my own Dude, house. Dude, that's, that's what I thought. I want to be an architect. And I just never went through with it because, like, before I even knew, I was just like, yo, dude, fuck this shit. I'm going to get into business because once you're in business, you could just pay somebody, like how you yeah, said. Yeah, hey, exactly. And you still have control. Like, whoever has the money has the control anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, but I did want to do architecture. So a lot of my photography, especially early on, was a lot of architecture. Mm-hmm. A lot. Like just some symmetri- symmetrical like buildings, like all that. Yeah, yeah. I well. remember like, when we went to the to the malls shopping with AD and you saw that the, the that swirl um, mm-hmm. pillar. I just love like, the way I gotta get a shot of that. I just love the way like things are made like that. Like it, it's all thought out like this. Like it's like someone who has a design and then an engineer figures out how to make that. But it first comes with the design. It's just like then you figure it out. It's just like I right, fuck it. There's How about the pyramids? Things. How did they come to be? Those those are that's fucking law people. <laughs> that's lawyer shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's crazy. So, what school did you go to? I went to City College. 
Where city? Oh, it's city. city? Yeah, it's in the city. It's in uh, New York, Manhattan, on 137th and Convent. I love that school. Yeah? Yeah, yeah I love it. It's so good. I went to I went to Passaic County Community College, and then I went to Moncler State. Um, I like Passaic County Community College a lot better than Moncler State, though. Yeah, but yeah, you, know, you know why, though? I think it's because I was working full-time to stay in school in Moncler State, and I went to full-time school. So all that money just went straight to that. And then after class, it was straight to work. And vice versa. You didn't take a loan out? I did, but it was still hard, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still paid like six, seven thousand a semester. It was a fucking lot, yo. That shit hurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that shit hurt, yo. I didn't get a chance to like get financial aid because no. I think my parents were earning a little bit too much, technically. So, um, but they didn't save anything for me. So I just had to make that mm. for myself. And it was They're like, yeah, hard. you figure it out. You. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was hard, man. It was really hard. It, it was a hard time, though. Not like emotionally, more just like it was just tiring, dude. It was tiring as fuck. But um, but I actually went to school for for finance, and then mm-hmm. I I got into film and video like later on in life, like maybe like my last two semesters, maybe something like that. And you're a natural, bro. Yeah, your thing is, I love watching your work, bro. Thank you, yo. Yo, when when you saw like when you made that film thing that you just recently posted, um, what do you like to get into? Because I remember I was speaking to Lou, and he said that you like making stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I write my own stuff most of the time, um, and I also like like helping other ideas. Like if if people come with me to ideas, I try to like see like how I can make them a little better. But my passion is yeah storytelling. So whether that be somebody else's story, my own story, yeah. just storytelling in in general, getting in in character. Because you, you like the acting part, right? Yeah, I love it. I love it. There's something about like... Oh, being, really? Like about like, yeah, creating this character and like being someone else. That's why actually I love the barbershop so much because I was working in a barbershop like sophomore year, yeah. high school. And I loved it so much. I feel like that's what fueled me actually. Like now that I really think about it, that's what fueled me to get into acting. Like being at the barbershop? Being at the barbershop. Why? It's like... Every person that comes in, it's his own character. Like we're all like you're a character. Yeah. It's not, I'm not. I'm not like trying to joke. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody is a character. Yeah. Because yeah. you think about it, and there's like this persona that you are that you have to like portray. Whether yeah. you're like, I mean, if you're sad or happy, you, you like put those emotions toward. But there's always like your character, and like this is your character. And what would your character do? It's like your thought process. Everywhere. So you see all these different people, all different nationalities, how they act and everything, and it's like. Yeah, that's like where I feel like I tap into. Like when I'm, when I'm going over a character, let's say, and like I'm like, okay, this character does this. This character, I'm like, I sort of go back. Like I think my mind does it subconsciously. It's not like I'm actually thinking of the barbershop and yeah, like yeah. all these people, but I think that's where I get it from. Like I'm, I go, I go back and I think, and I'm like, yo, what would this person do? And I actually made a story actually based on, like the character wasn't fully somebody. Yeah, but there, it, it was, it was basically based cool. on, yeah. on, on somebody in the barbershop and Th- like that, that lived in my building that's interesting that you like um you revert back to like um that stage of you being in the barbershop and it's like you put every person in there mm-hmm. and then that's your that's your meditation ground in a way yeah, yeah I, I, I it's amazing but then i also had to leave the barbershop like i told you before it's just like so much time consuming and i feel like you know and you started cutting hair, like, how long ago? You said you said in high school? Yeah, like, my 15th birthday wasn't in the barbershop, I remember. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. What, Crazy. What, why did you want to cut hair, though? Like, at first, it just kind of happened? So, like, 
I was I had a I had a machine in my house. I feel like we all have machines in my house, and like I was always cutting like my little cousin's hair. There was my my um my cousin's boyfriend, right now fiance um, or husband. Sorry, uh, Gio. He was he was actually yeah. cutting my hair, and then I was like, yo, this is pretty nice. So I was cutting like my my cousin's hair when he wasn't doing it. Then I started cutting my dad's hair. That's a real test. Yeah, yeah, that's a real <laughs> test. And then like I was cutting my dad's hair. And like at first I butchered him a few times, of course, like oh, like like yeah, yeah. like anything. But then uh, I was still going to the barber, and my barber was my dad's barber. So he's like, "Yo, he he asked me, he's like, "Yo, what? Where's your dad getting a haircut? You're always coming to me. Where's your dad going?" <laughs> and then I'm like, "Well, I'm cutting my dad's hair." He's like, "You're cutting your dad's hair?" He's like, "All right, bring all your machines. Come, I got a seat for you." Oh shit! Like really? That instantly, and it was because my dad is such a picky of a client. Like so he knew, him. he knew. So that. he's like, he's like, yo, you're cutting your dad's hair. You're gonna start cutting here. Oh shit! That makes sense. But it was so different going into the barbershop than cutting my dad's hair. Cause like my dad's hair, he's my dad. So I, you know, I'm coming in like I fuck your hair up. You know, what are you just gonna grow back. Yeah, eventually. I just grow back. But now, <laughs> now here I am. People are paying for 50, this shit. Exactly. People are paying for a service. And I'm just like cutting the hair, and I, I think that's that's the thing, and it, and it actually has to do with nerves. Yeah, like I was so nervous. I think so it's I was a little different. Messing yeah, people up. Oh in yeah. The beginning. Oh my God. Luckily, I started with my boys, my friends. There's yeah. till this day, there's one of my friends that won't get a haircut with me because he's scarred. <laughs> <laughs> he's yo, scarred with the first her- haircut I gave him. Yo, that's crazy though, because it, it, they pay like, I mean, how how much did you guys charge for haircuts actually? Back then, um, I think it was fifteen haircut. So they charge 15 bucks, but for some reason, those 15 bucks are like the most valuable, like 15 bucks that person has spent. Yeah. So if they come back with like bad hair, they go fucking, they rage, yo. Because I mean, it's 15 bucks. Like it's not a lot of money. Like it's just like, you know, you pay for like a few minutes to get cut, but those 15 bucks are like the most important 15 bucks that people spend. Like if they really want a really good haircut, I'm I'm assuming they'd go to like something like, like really good and stuff, but, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but still like. It, it, that's what it gets nerve wracking too. I think there was this there was this one client actually that I still remember. I think I will never forget. He wanted a shape up, and uh, I was like, okay, so he's gonna get a shape up. So, bam, I'm lining him up and with the with the machine. Then I have to get the razor. So you know, I'm nervous as hell. Oh shit, with the razor, so razor, with the razor and I'm shaking with the <laughs> razor, and I put the blade in, and I'm shaking, and I could tell he's like just like looking at me. He's like, yo, you're okay. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm fine and right as I'm about to go to do his shape up in the front like this, he's like hold on hold on I don't have the money right now so I'm gonna go get the money but I'll be right back I'm still waiting for him to this day to come back OD. <laughs> he left he never came back I was like yo smart choice I would have done the same OD. thing bro I'm coming at him with the with the blade shaking oh so he never came back he never came back. He never came back to the barbershop. So I, I probably lost a lot of clients for the barbershop at the beginning. But now, not to not now, I got to say now, I am a good ass barber. If you need a haircut, hit me up. <laughs> yo, because I, I be seeing you when you couldn't, because, yo, you be cutting everyone's hair like at the at the studio. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah. they all come out good, yo. They come yeah, out yeah. good as hell. Yeah, they, lo- they love it. They love it. ADA. Jesus all Christ, dude. How much would you charge for that? Uh, to them, they get a special discount. I charge them forty dollars, you know. Nah, let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know, I I just I just cut their hair and I'm like, yo, give me, you know, whatever you want. But oh, that's nice. Because um, I, I always get haircuts and um, I started out with this this one lady in a salon because I used to have long hair. I used to have like skater boy hair, but before that, I used to have it like long, but like on the side like this. So then little by little, I transitioned to like skater hair, so it was like long, and then just I used to go to the salon for that. 
then like little by little, I knew I wanted to have short hair like this. But this was like my freshman year. You know, when you cut hair, like when you cut your own hair, like from long to short, you get made fun of and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I wanted yeah. to avoid that. I was like, I don't want to. So I you did go it by phase, so it won't so be I did drastic. It by phases, yeah, yeah, you're smart. And I was like, I, I was like, I'm a freshman year. I was like, yo, by like senior year, like I'm most likely gonna have like shorter hair, but I can't, I can't transition that fast. Like, it's, I just can't. Um, cause I was ner- I was nervous. I mean, when you're in high school, like that's what you think about. And like, I was very self conscious and like myself in general. I mean, I don't really give a fuck. I'll, I'll shave my head and stuff. I don't really care. Um, but yeah, I just, I just kept thinking to like that. It's just like little by little, I'm gonna just transition, and then eventually, like that lady just kind of kept botching up my hair and I was like yo like I mean it's fine like I come back from a haircut to fix it myself so it's just like at, at a certain point I'm just like yo why am I paying for this shit like mm-hmm. <laughs> then you started cutting your own hair I come I started well the reason I started cutting my own hair was because of quarantine though um I'm assuming a lot of people did that but even before that like I still kind of always played with it because like I said I always corrected my my hair because mm-hmm. I knew how I wanted it and for some reason like I would say like yo just cut it like this leave everything else like don't touch this part then obviously they touch it. So then I have to like fix it myself, like whether it's a sideburns. Um, but one thing I really noticed was that when I read um, men's magazines, like men's health, they say like, if you cut like the underneath part of like, I mean, now it's like facial hair, but back then it's like, if you cut the back of your head and just line it up, it's always going to kind of look like you have a haircut. So I kept that in mind and I just always just corrected like any lines, nothing crazy. Like I'd never get shape ups. But I always just cut the side, the back of my neck hairs. How do you do that? Because not even me. I, I mean, I would do it, but I would need it, like a mirror to like look through. I, I mirrors. use a mirror, but like I have like a razor. But again, before I was just like, like say right here in the back of my neck. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of feel where's the fuzz. Just go like that and just cut it out. I mean, I just kind of play with it. I don't really care because I don't really have like a perfect haircut. Like again, I never get shape ups. Like it's just. No, but your, haircut, like your haircut looks good. Like your hair. Because yeah, I, I try to keep it just. just not haircut fresh, but just like it just looks the same at all times. That's what I want. As long as it looks the same, I'm fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if it looks like I never really get a haircut, that's 100% fine. I just leave it like that. I, don't, I want to just stay consistent. Like a cartoon character, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you transitioned from like out of doing a barbershop, were you already into film or you were still into acting when you said? I was, I was into acting. I, I didn't get into film. Like when I really started getting into film, was when I had a Canon. I got a Canon T3i. That's when I started. Like, yeah, that's way back. Film. Yeah, that's back. That's back. That's when I started like taking it seriously. Film. Because I was always into pictures. But film, that's when I started to get into it seriously. <coughs> and then um, when I really started doing it professionally was with AD. I'm really thankful for that guy, AD, man. He AD's fucking, a, another monster. Yeah, he's another beast. <coughs> when what's so great AD? about him? I met him through Tommy. Oh, yeah, there yeah, we go. Tommy, Tommy, like, I wanted to work with Tommy for a while, like, to do a skit. I had it, I had it written out. Oh, really? And everything. I had the team and everything. And I hit up Tommy in the DM. I'm like, yo, Tommy. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm like, yo, Tommy, I got this idea and I want to shoot it with you. Yo, this lady, look over there. This lady keeps looking over here through the window. <laughs> she like, she's like looking at us. She's like, yo, oh, what shit. they're doing? Every few seconds, that window over there, every few seconds, she's oh, really? just like, yeah, she's just like, Looking over here, I'm like, I'm just like looking at her every time she opens the the, the window to look. <laughs> oh, that's so creepy. You could see from this part. Yeah, oh my yeah. god! No, no, it's that window right there. That window right there. She opens it up every Jesus. every every few seconds. It's so weird. Yeah, I know. She's just oh, like, what are they we doing? need that natural light though. So no, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's cool. I don't care. I'm not. I don't, I don't feel uncomfortable. I'm just like wondering because she's did it like ten times already. I'm like counting every few seconds. She's like, okay, 
they're still there. <laughs> they have their headphones on and their and their mics. I wonder what they're doing. <laughs> Dude, you live in the mountains though, so like that makes sense. Like <laughs> any little thing that happens, you kind of want to be nosy about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I met I met AD through Tommy. I hit him up and I'm like, yeah, I got this skit. I got this team. And then we did it. We did the skit. And then from there on, you know. You just kind of been going to the yeah, studio. Yeah, we just kind of been vibing. And he brought me to the studio. That's oh, when I met AD. Wait, so when was that then? How long ago? That was, I want to say like three years ago, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. It was not. It was not too long ago. Cause that's around the time like I met Ad and Lou. I didn't know Lou for that long. No? Actually, you guys act like you guys are best friend. I thought you guys knew each other for woof <laughs> forever. I, I actually knew Bree first, mm. and then when they were dating, that's when I met Lou afterwards. So then. Um, we shared the studio when he had the studio, like when he first started. But that, that's really oh, you shared the studio that mm-hmm. okay, okay. So that that's really when I met Lou, and I didn't really meet AD for a while actually. Like I, he was always there, yeah, and like yeah. he was Lou was always helping him out. But um, I've always respected AD because AD looks like he knows what he's doing, and he really does though. Like yeah, even, yeah, even yeah, after yeah. talking to him, he's just like when it comes to his business, like he's pretty clear set like on how he is. And what's so great about AD is that he don't care about sharing the knowledge. No, he doesn't. Like he would tell you everything he knows. He's like, yo, he's an open book. Which, which and is what like I respected about him a lot. And Lou would talk about talk about AD very highly. So I've always like respected AD. And it wasn't until like I actually podcast him that I really like got to like connect with him. But um, even sharing the studio, like I never really hung out with like AD like that. Yeah, because people think AD is like this tough. Like, yo, no, we can't talk. He's to just him. quiet, dude. Yeah, he's <laughs> quiet. He's just quiet. But I, I'm not gonna lie. At the beginning, I was like, damn, this guy. How do I? How do I even get to talk to him? You know, <laughs> I would like send him DMs like, yo, I want to work with you. I love your work. This and this and that. He probably gets like thousands of those. Yeah, probably. So probably. then it really happened. I was like, oh shoot. Then I told him, I was like, yo, you remember? You, you went back and seen all the DMs I sent you, like. I wanted to work with you. He's like, <laughs> yeah, but I get thousands of those, bro. I don't pay attention to that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that makes sense, though. He does get, a, he probably gets a lot of people to, like, hit him up. He's, like, a great, like, per, yeah, he's just, it's just, like, if you want a good video, that's it. You just go to AD. Mm-hmm. Like, it's Hell fine. Yeah. It's just, like, a great video. Because it's, it's so clean. And he, I don't really, I never really seen him in his creative process. Now that I think about it, though. He just kind of does it. So... He he like writes out these whole like templates. Is that, is that what it is? Yeah, I, yeah. N- I never really seen him actually do it, but yeah, yeah he, he's really smart. He like I I respect him, and and again, like I didn't really hang out with him until like I did the podcast, and that's when I actually got to know him. But I've never shot anything with him though, like just I don't think I've ever really done anything with him yet. No, not even not even not even BTS. You done BTS with him? But that's only because I'm passing by. Mm. You know, it's only it's not like when. He's just like, yo, can you do BTS for this? I'm just like, all right, cool. It's more just like I'm there and I'm like, I'm just like shoots because like that's what I like doing. I like people's like environment. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I like about people. Yeah. Like how you said you like people, um, their character. I think about like their history. And if I see you, like I think about like what you went through to become like where you are now. Um, and that, that's what I really like. I like storytelling mm-hmm. like that. So when people are in their environment. You like docs. The yeah documentaries. it's like it's like documentary kind of way i just think it's legit like if you look yeah. at movies and tv shows like one of the better ones are usually real things that happened because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's interesting it's like that actually happened like what the fuck so you're like the real characters of the people like, yeah they're i think real character. people are a lot more interesting yeah yeah just because it's real like you get fiction based <laughs> off like real events but when real events are still surpassing fiction 
that gets crazy. It gets trippy because you're like, how do these people actually exist? Yeah. Like narcos. How did that actually happen? Oh shit, that's fucking wild. Like, um, yeah, it's just like that's why serial killers are so interesting because it's just like, how do you believe someone like that actually exists? That sounds like a fiction novel, but things like that happen, and that's interesting. I think that's crazy. That's that's insane. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it, it's still talked about, and when it comes to like artists and creatives, like having people's history not, not jotted down, like documented over time, that's what makes them valuable. I feel like that's what that's the, the important thing, which is why I like I like talking to people when it comes to that. So I think it's interesting. Yeah, that's how I get into character. I mean, I try to like think of their whole backstory to every character. I've seen like, like how you said, like all these, or what, what events led them to to be where they are right yeah, now. Yeah, it's in the mad. Story. It's mad crazy. So, what are you working on now? Like, what do you what are you planning on doing? So, um, recently, actually yesterday, we were just watching a screening of a sci-fi film we did, which was pretty. Oh, really? No yeah, way. I should I should have emailed you. I should have put you on the email list, bro. Damn. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna talk to again. We'll we'll, we'll we'll connect afterwards. So yeah, don't worry. So you can check it out. It's a 30 minute short film. It's so nice, man. It's like about this like it's called iridescent, um, and it's trippy because it's like about this. There's like this tub and there's this liquid, and basically, this liquid allows you to get into people's memory. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. It's so trippy. I don't want to give too much away to is, you. Is this is this like your project or like you're working no, with? No, I was I was I was acting in it. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I forgot you're into acting. So, yeah. would you prefer acting way more than film, or is just equal now at this point? You know, that's a, I haven't really thought about it recently because I always said acting preferred, but after I got the camera now, the professional camera, and I've been like working. And, like, yeah, I, I really enjoy that too. You're like, fucking black magic. Shots. Like that's a little more. That's a little more than just interested. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I, 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 I think there's something just about getting into the character that I really love. But I'll put them. It's like right there. It's like it's not. It's it's it's. They're it's competing. Close. They're competing. Really they're close. fighting. But I'll, Damn, I'll pick yeah. acting. I'll pick acting over. I, I don't. I don't know. I never really got into acting, dude. Like I really can. I could be myself, but that's about it. Like I, I don't really. I like orchestrating it though. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But mostly just seeing people in their environment. Like you, seeing you in a daily life is a lot more interesting to me than um, than creating like a script. Maybe because I haven't got into it yet, like how you, how you guys have. So I got to I gotta really sit with you guys to see how that actually works. Because I've, n- I've never really done that before. No? Not create, from, create something like that from scratch. Like what? Like acting or like creating like a story? Mm-hmm. Like creating a story, just like a made-up story. It's more just like reflecting on what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I'm doing, I'm doing um, a skate film I want to do. But it's it's reflecting on like how my experience was during that life. Yo, you're actually pretty nice. When I saw you like skating, oh, I, like, I, I used to dude. be sponsored, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, you were sponsored and everything. It was like, it was oh, like a flow sponsor. Um, it was like a local company. Like shout out to like Mustard Skateboards. Um, they they put me on when I was like a teenager. So I used to get like free boards every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, you were nice. I was like, yo. No, nah, I like it. I, I love it, dude. I love skating, and that's why I think it's so important because I want to document like that whole experience. And then put it the way I saw it. Because while I was skating, dude, I kept thinking that. Even before I got into film and photo, I kept thinking, like, this is how I'm going to portray it. This is how I'm going to tell people how it happened. So, like, everything that was happening, I'm just, like, I was just jotting down these scenes in my head. And I was, like, this is how I'm going to remember it. And then as things were passing by, I'm just, like, this is how I want to remember it. Even, like, little things, like, so my friend Leandro, um, he passed away. So, like, it's... 
that that one really hurt because it was just like he he showed us the skate life for me at least um he used to bring bring us around everywhere he was like the older kid so he was the only one that could drive Mm -hmm. and like as like a 15 16 year old um we would just hop in his car and he'd just take us places to the skate spots so it it was nice to experience that and then like i remember like the late night drives to like coming back from like a long day of skateboarding and he would blast like the weekend music and I just remember like just going through like the summer nights, like going through the highway and just looking around, like just looking at the whole night scene and then just listening to that music. So to this day, I still listen to him like that. And I really got into him um, because of like him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's still like one of my favorite artists, but more more because he has like a certain memory, yeah, I guess, yeah, tied yeah, down yeah. to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So things like that, like I've always documented that in my head. And I'm like, this is how I want to remember it. So now I want to tell it like that sense. Yeah, when you're gonna do it, let me know. I want to play a part in it. I was gonna ask you about it, yo. Yeah, like yeah. if you could help me out with that, because yeah, definitely, I definitely want to make it into like an actual film, like a short film, like how you have it. But um, I definitely need a lot of help with that because it's gonna be a, a bigger project than like I thought it would be. But it's cool. So right now you have that film going on. Mm-hmm. What else do you have going on? I have that film. I have also a web series. I started with my boy Isaac and Andrew, and actually, no, Ayol is in there. Tommy Five K oh, really? is in there. Yeah. What's the Ivan web series about? There. It's called Limpiar. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's basically, um, it's basically like COVID when COVID hit, and like these guys are like trying to like to get their hands on some valuables. Yeah. It's like a comedy. It's like drama comedy. Okay. 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 Yeah. And actually, it's 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 up now. So the first um, the first chapter, I think he made it into chapters. The first chapter is available free, so you guys should go look at it. Oh, where on YouTube? It's on Vimeo. Oh, Vimeo. Oh, that's mm-hmm. legit. Then you yeah, have the yeah. quality right there. Yeah, yeah. He put it up on Vimeo, and you know this guy Isaac, he shot that thing by himself. Really? The whole thing. Like I, I mean, I helped him out a little bit in the scenes that were here in New York, but mm-hmm. this thing is it's an amazing film. Like really? the direction of photography. It's, 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 it's done it's, in chapters. Yeah, he did it in chapters. I mean, he did. He he made it one whole film. So he'll he'll show you. Actually, I'm I'm gonna send it to you so you can take a look at it too. Mm-hmm. He shot the whole thing and made it like one. It was like an hour forty. Oh wow. Yeah, I think it was like yeah. It was That's pretty a long, long one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's long. He went he went all out. But then um, from feedback and stuff, he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna give it to them in chapters. That way, you know, people could actually watch yeah, it. People could like you know. But it's it's good. It's good. The quality is amazing." And, and what's it about? It's about COVID? It out. It's basically, it's about like everybody's like trying to get their hands on something that's valuable. I don't want to give it away without, mm, you know, yeah, they're yeah. trying to get their hands on something that's valuable. It's like surviving during COVID, like how people oh, during that time period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that was yeah. wild. Yeah, it was wild. Right? You, it's just I, mean, I mean, he exaggerated it, but it's, yeah, it's yeah. so good. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. The shot he got, he, he was able to get a plane in there. Like, yo, this guy. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, yeah. He went to the airfield and got a plane taken off. So what was your role in it? You were acting in it? Um, yeah, I was acting in it and like helping him get the people together. Yeah, so he called me not. He's like, he called you what? Not. Not. He's like, yeah, my character was named not because basically I was connected to everyone and I helped mm. him get like most of the people together. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. It was dope. Dan, so you got the web series, the film, mm-hmm. and you have any personal projects going on? I've been, I've been like thinking of ideas. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm starting writing some stuff. Cause I wanna, I wanna make a another project. What What are you interested in, though? Like, what do you like to do? 
like as far as topics topics i like drama like drama <laughs> drama like drama, drama and too. comedy but like i feel like drama i mean he made this drama comedy but to me i i, I like drama or comedy like you know i feel like for me it's like, it's like it's drama a or comedy them? yeah yeah like it was interesting that he put them both together that's why i i took on this project too because it was like it's the both it's things both i like want. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. But I never thought of putting them together, which is interesting. I I'm I, I'm not very I'm not a very serious person. Like I, I like I like joking around. I just can't portray that in a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like drama, but I like having subtle hints of like just like comedy, I guess, mm-hmm, in a way. Mm-hmm. Or like you just know I'm joking. Yeah, that's that's how it is. That's how it is. Like that's, that's how, how it is. Series. Okay, yeah, okay. It's, it's like strictly drama, and then there's like, wait, what? Oh shit! Okay. Like subtle hints. <laughs> yeah, about, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah, yeah. mad dope. It's not like it's not like drama, and then like they'll break laughing or whatever, you know. Like, this, like, I want to see that. You gotta send me the link, so I, I yeah, I gotta watch that film. Yeah, I'm definitely sending. And then that. the web series or that. But sh- is you said the first chapter's out right now? Yeah, yeah. The web series, I'll send you the whole thing so you can take a look at it. Yeah, because I want I want to post it up too. I'll put I'll like link it on top mm-hmm, on top of this. Mm-hmm. So, um, as far as being a creative in general, what do you like to portray? Like, what do you want to portray? Portray in the sense of like what like myself or like my work. Like when you make when you create stuff, um, do you want to send a message out? Oh, definitely. I feel like I feel like that's when it's strongest. Actually, I made a play. Like that's that's another thing I wanted. To do. I made a play when I was in college. Um, the illusion of love. It was called. Oh, <laughs> fucking romantic uh, guys. <laughs> it, yo, it was interesting because my teacher picked it up and produced it. Oh shit! Really? And, and we put it out and we put it in a festival and and we actually saw it. So you wrote that? Yeah, I wrote it. The whole thing. Oh wow! I mean, she she like edited it. She helped me like you know make. Yeah, it but you like, had like the basic. Con- yeah, the b- I, I I wrote the whole thing. It's like forty something pages. Oh wow! So what I want to make hell? that into a film. And I mean, I would have to update the script because back then that was when like um, I think Kim Card I, I I like based most of it like Kim Kardashian oh, really? talk like you know like. <laughs> oh, like, that that, that, that former manner. Yeah, yeah, like like you know, I would have to update it now like. I feel like now if I would update it now, I'll put more Cardi B in it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, you know, more like references to her. But I want to make that into a film. That's a project. But again, that's going to like, I have to sit down and like look at the script again, write it over. Do do you think think everything you do has like a theme or you're just still like bouncing around ideas? Um, Well, that's how it starts off when I'm I'm starting to write something. It's like... Just bouncing out ideas? Yeah, I just like... Cause I feel like getting, cause the creator's block. I I want to go to yeah. that too. Like I sometimes if I'm like if I'm like sitting down, I'm like yo, I want to make this theme and I want and I want to do this and I want to do that. It it all sounds great until you like take the pen and paper out and you're and like try to write it down. Shit, nothing's coming. Like what am I gonna do? So like what I did recently and what I actually did with this play, which yeah. was like. I didn't really talk. I didn't really tell anybody. This is exclusive information, right? Here. <laughs> you only get in this because Elvis the is play. here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so what I did with the play was like, I just took my pen and paper out, and I was like, "Yo, I'm just gonna flow. Like whatever. I didn't even think of anything. I was just like, whatever comes to my head, I'm just, just gonna write. write. And I just wrote, wrote, wrote. And then after I wrote, I t- I came back to it. I I let it rest for a little bit. I came back to it. and I'm like, okay, where can I go with this now? Now that mm. I have something here. And I was like, okay, I could go this direction. And then that's how, that made it easier to, like, keep writing. But as far as, like... You made 40 pages? God damn. Well, I didn't, I didn't make 40 pages in one sitting. No, no. No, I, yeah, like but that's over I, time. But still, though, that's 40 pages, though. But 40 pages in, like, you know, when you're doing dialogue, 
each character gets like a line and oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so it's not like but but still though, like I I guess like, it's it's hard. I've never done that before. I never wrote a script, so I can't imagine like how you did it. Well, I I was also taking playwriting class, so it was like mm. it was basically <laughs> it was basically homework as well. Yeah, know? yeah. But it evolved because I was taking this playwriting class, and that's when I started this that play. And then it wasn't that long. And then I took a um, a new play collaborations class. And I was like, yo, when you want to take a play and like, you know, put it out. So like we had like a little group and we pl- we performed it for like our class. And then after that, I was like, yo, I really want to like see what like this will go. This? Yeah. And then the professor was like, oh, really? I was I was thinking about like, you know, there's this festival. I'll take I'll take producer role for it. And like, you know, we can do it there. And I was like so grateful for her, Kathleen Potts. And that's where, that's when you went to school, right? Yeah, that's where I went to school in City College. Oh shit, that's mad cool though. But we actually put it up in the in the theater in Fourth Street, which was like amazing. I was like, yeah. So you want to make it into a film? Yeah, that'd be mad cool actually. Yeah, cause like I got reviews. I got critics that actually came and and reviewed the. Oh film. really? Yeah, I got I got one great ass review and one review that was like, okay, this is like everything else we see. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you hater ass mother. <laughs> no, stop. So what, what were the great reviews about? Like, what did they what did they focus on? So they they said they liked the story. And like the concept and like the love triangle, because it's basically like a love triangle story. Mm-hmm. And then the, the the other one was like, "Yeah, this is always like how the love triangle stories are." Jesus like, Christ! Oh God. So it's, it's always like, like that. Yeah, it's like one guy critiques it really harshly, and the other one was really good. But I don't care. I don't care how people critique it. So I was was it, it was that actually like a bad review though? Like that that made you feel? How did you feel with that? Yeah, one? At, the, at the first one, at the first time when I read it, I was like, "Damn, I felt defeated." Really? And I was like, Yo. <laughs> I've been putting so much time and effort into this shit for somebody just to come like kill me like that. Hurts, it's like a man. critic, you know? know. It's like this is like this is like what people get paid to do: critique work. Fucking assholes. That's yeah. what they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then I was like, yo, you gotta learn how to take criticism. Like, not everybody's gonna love your work. How, how do you stay motivated then, in general? You just gotta believe in yourself, honestly, and you just gotta like know what you did. What? Well, you, you gotta believe in yourself, of course, yeah. and then you also have to like trust yourself and like the people that you presented to you know you'd be like yo you're my boy but tell me what you think for real before i put this out is <laughs> don't it, is don't come over here tell me like it's good and then let me put some garbage <laughs> out there you know <laughs> so that's why it's good to show people also like you get their reactions and like when i'm showing reactions. people yeah when i'm showing people i don't like i go about, up based on what they say also but i'm also looking at them to see how they react to certain things you know because that's that's when you can tell like you look at people while they're looking at your stuff and you see the reactions you're like okay Okay, he reacted here. Oh no, he didn't react here. He's supposed to react here. So I gotta, <laughs> I gotta make, I gotta, I gotta change this and somehow to make That's him. Smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really smart. It, it, it reminds me because when, um, so whenever you see like a good-looking person walk by, I always look at the people around me. It's mad funny when you see like people react to like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's just like it, it's just I always think I, that's what it just reminds me of. I just always think of like that when people's reactions. So I do the same thing whenever like we watch movies too. It's like it's, mm-hmm. it is smart to like go based off of that, especially your own work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to look at the reaction. That's the only thing that would tell you cuz at the end some people like believe it or not, some people want to be nice. Like they don't want to like and some people don't care. Some people just want to like some people want to be extra nice and some people want to just always have something negative to say. Yeah. So like, that's why, you know, it's unless you know the legit. person mm-hmm. and you like, you know what they're, they're about and they're like really going to tell you about the art and like how it is, 
you always have to base it off their reaction because they can always fix it at the end. Like, oh, no, it was great. And then, mind you, it wasn't great. Or like, oh, it was horrible. And then, so, mind you, it was good. You know, like. So you want legit criticism. Like yeah, you yeah want legit criticism. What makes you want to create, though, in general? Like, why do you like doing it? I like bringing a story to people and like just seeing people react. Actually, that's a, yeah. that's what I get a kick out. Like people reacting. Like if nobody reacts, I'm like, damn, I didn't do nothing. Like I want to make you uncomfortable. I want to make you like. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. If I didn't make you uncomfortable watching something, then I'm like, damn. That makes sense. Do you? Cause what do you want to do eventually, though? Like, what's your end goal? End goal? I want to be like. I want to be known for my acting. Oh, yeah, so it is acting. There you go. It is acting. acting. (laughs) It's still like... But storytelling in general. Storytelling in general. So, like, I could tell a story without acting, but I want to know for storytelling. Yeah, I should should rephrase that. I want to be known for my storytelling. Now, you said acting. That was your first choice. (laughs) I said acting. I said acting. (laughs) It's always been acting. (laughs) Yo, that's mad cool, though. But at least now you could control your acting, like, where you want to be in. Mm -hmm. Because it'd be cool to make your own film. I mean, that's what a lot of, like, major movie stars do still. They create their own film, and then they just act in it. Yeah, that's how. That's actually why I started making my own stuff. I was like, "Yo, I'm here. I'm backstage. You know, working for other people. Most of it wasn't paid. Yeah, might as well just make you, my own stuff." How do you practice your acting? How do I practice? Well, back when I was in college, it was easy <laughs> to practice. Now, now recently, I just go over the lines, keep going over the lines over and over in my head. Mm-hmm. But it's so crazy. You know why? Because. I feel like when I'm acting, <laughs> there's this there's this like one take that you have to get, you know. Yeah. Like if you don't get it, it will never come out the same. Every take doesn't come out the same. Yeah. So like, it's 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 interesting when I'm acting because I'm always like that's why I got the camera too, and like I started like getting behind the scenes and the, with the camera because then you know, like certain things. Like you're like, okay, if we're doing his angle right now. I'm not going to give my 100% on my lines right now. Like, you know, I'm going to feed him to him and I'm going to give him like at least a good 80% like there. But I feel like I can't tap into my emotions all the way 100% until like it's like either a wide shot or focus. Like, you know, you have to like, that's what that's, that's what I didn't notice before. Like I would just come into the scene and give it my 100%. Yeah. And then it'll be like, okay, now we're going to do your, 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 your head shot. Like your, your focus this is gonna be on you i'm like damn but i just gave him 100 percent. like and now and now i'm trying to like match what i did before so it's never gonna come out like as authentic oh wow okay so that's how you think of it so that's how i think that's my process my creative process when i'm like acting so like that's how i feel like i make it better now because now i'm aware of the camera of the sound like everything so being aware of all these elements but it's so tricky because when now that i am aware of everything yeah like sometimes i'm aware of everything and like now I have to be aware of the character because it's like it's like your mind. You can't you can't do two things at once. Well, maybe you could do two things at once. But yeah, me, like it's either like I'm, I'm going to have to like be acting in it or paying attention to my surroundings because to get into character, you really have to. It's like a job. You really have to get into character. You're not going to be like, OK, the camera's here, this and this and that. Because then like how does that feel when you be get realistic. into character? It's interesting. It's, it's like it's like a whole mind process, like. I'm just like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just like, okay, now I have to turn on and I just like flick the switch and I'm in character and yeah. I'm just like in it and not paying attention because that's when it comes out most most natural, most believable when you're not paying attention. It's like, okay, the camera's here. Like you're aware of it. Like, okay, now we're going to shoot right now. Okay, I know the camera's here. The mic is here. So I know I have to be like, I know this is my frame. Okay, I have to be here. All right, uh, turn on. And like, I'm, I'm in character and I'm here and I'm going to just perform right here. But, 
thing is you have to know when when is your take to give it your 100%. Like how you described like that either that close up scene or like that that shot that's yeah, solely like, based off of you. Yeah, like when you want to when is your sh- when is your shot that's when I would give it my my all because I find myself trying to match that after. And like once you try yeah, once you're, once you're trying to match something it's never going to come out the same. Oh shit. When you get into character like do you sp- especially reading a script like do you do you spend time like trying to get into a character like what do you do for that yeah definitely spend a lot of time so like what i would do like and what i learned while i was in school people don't like don't like they people don't like to be in front of the mirror they say don't get in front of the mirror but i feel like how else am i going to see myself and my character and like see how i'm transforming into the character i get in front of a mirror so like i'll try to like I'll read the script. First thing I'll do, read the script. Not in front of the mirror. I'll read the script, analyze it, be like, okay, this person did this. This I'm trying to like figure out like yeah. more or less what, what he would do. Then after I read the script, I go in front of the mirror and I'm like, what ticks does this person have? Like, you know, and I try to like make my like facial expressions. Like, how would this person talk? Like, where does this person carry his body weight? Like is it does he walk with his chest out is he like a confident person does he walk with his chest out is he more like shy intimate is he is he in does he does he come in and talk like this like it's like first i try to transform the body because once i feel like you have the body down packed i feel like the the words and the and and everything will come out so like i transform the body one by one so i'm like okay does he walk with his chest if he doesn't walk with his chest and he walks like this i'm like okay he walks like this um, does he is he like slunched a little over like you know does he have does he have any mannerism does his lip maybe maybe his maybe i want to make his lip like come up a little bit this way so he maybe maybe he yeah. has like a little thing right here and like that then i go evolving from there and then <laughs> sometimes i was like okay it's too much so now i have to take something yeah. off maybe maybe the maybe the lip going up is, isn't a good choice for this one so just like you know How do and you then i'll work on his voice and then you work on his voice How the voice is the last thing though? oh the voice is the last thing mm-hmm how would you make that judgment? Though? I guess you, when you read the script, like you, you just kind of make a character on your own in the way. So I go back to the barbershop, <laughs> <laughs> and like I combine. Like it's not like each of my characters aren't based on one specific person, but rather a combination. So like, because hmm. it's like whatever you see, somehow it stays instilled in you. Like and that's what I tap into. So whatever you see, you like. Okay, this person. I saw this and this person. I feel like this will work for this character. This that this person has will work more on this character, and that and that's basically what it is. Yeah, that barbershop reference. It's trippy. It, it's trippy. I mean, and it's not only the barbershop. Like it's everyone I ever encountered. No, you know? but I'm saying the fact that you use that as like a as like that's your stage for a person. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's where, trippy. That's yo. where I first put him in the barbershop. Yeah. That's so trippy, yo. That's cool. <laughs> I like it. You get to, you get to and you know, and you know what's so crazy? It's like in the barbershop, it's like you get to know people because like, it's talking. not like, it's not like in the street, like I bump into you and like I'm talking to you constantly. Like I have this person sitting down on the chair, like I'm cutting his hair, like I'm seeing every mannerism of him. Like when you get to know a person is when you're around them and they're quiet, not when they're talking. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, shit. That's, that's crazy, cool. right? Because <laughs> like they're quiet and you're cutting their hair. I mean, you get to know them when they talk, of course, but I feel like you get to know a person most when, when, they're, quiet. when they're quiet. Is that so weird? I didn't even think about that. I, I was just about to say, too, that like whenever I go to a barbershop or something, I never talk. Like I'm just like, that's my meditative state. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, I always fall asleep. So like that's why like I don't know people. Like, that's why I don't really talk. 
I usually fall asleep yeah, when they're yeah, cutting my talking, hair. Yeah, yeah, you're like, yo, what? But you're right though. That's I didn't think about that. So that's how you like looked at people when they were quiet. Mostly when they were quiet, because that's how that's how like you know that's how I feel like you build a character. You build a character off of like their body first. That's why I always use their body first, like where they carry their weight. Like you know, I'm not judging people. I'm just observing people. Like okay, they walk this way. This is where they carry their weight. Like oh, they do this. Like you see you, I see you. Like like you you do this. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not like you know. I'm yeah, not, no, like, I'm just right. observing you. So you do this, and you're like, so that would be a character. Yeah, that would that would be like like I would I would use that for a character that I feel like will see fit. Yo, that's mad cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you know, you haven't said anything. Like well, we've been talking all this time, but like, I mean, no, like but right I, there, I it, yeah. right there, you didn't say anything. But it's just like something. I will, okay, I'll put that in the bank. Like store that, and that would come up like. When I'm in front of the mirror, like first building their body, I'll be like, okay, maybe this character does like has this little, you know, he does that or or whatever, and I'll add that to the character. And then the voice, the voice always comes. Like the voice, I can adjust like, you know, wherever you can always adjust the voice. But the hardest part is like building him as far as like body wise and what does he do. Yeah, that's mad cool. I, I never thought about that. I, I've always wanted to talk to somebody who like was more interested in like acting, um, and I didn't even know that about you to be honest. I, I would, that's why I wanted to come talk to you. I wanted to see what you were about, but that's mad cool. That's how you build it. You build it by the body first. Everything comes afterwards, which makes sense though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It does make sense because if you don't, the thing is, like I learned that that that's not how I always did it. I, I don't get me wrong. That's that's a lot of trial and error. Because the thing is, if you build him with the voice first yeah i feel like at least for me my voice was always changing like i would start a character with a certain voice and then like i would change the voice and like or i wouldn't be mindful of my body like i would start him with i would have a voice and then one scene he's like walking with his (coughs) chest and then the other scene he's like like this so like you know you always want that consistency to to create the character and like so people can relate and it doesn't look like two characters like every time you're in a different scene it's another character do, do you consider yourself like a director or like more of a screenplay writer? Like, it's interesting. I I, I would consider myself more a screenplay writer, but I, I also like giving like s- small directions. Even even when I'm like helping anybody, I'll, I'll, I won't I won't step on nobody's toes and be like, yo, do this. I'll go to the director or whoever it is. I'll be like, yo, what do you think? Always, what do you think if like, you know, and then you see, hear them out. If they, sometimes they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's good. And then they'll give that, that advice. And sometimes they'd be like, no, you know, this and this and that. But then that's how I would do. Like, yeah, always, that's mad cool. I always give my yeah. input. Like, oh, maybe this might be a little more interesting. Maybe this. And then you, like, work off it like that. So so your main goal is really to be, like, a storyteller. Storyteller. Like, a, like yeah. a storyteller. Definitely. Like definitely storyteller. I, I would ask you, how do you plan on doing that? But it seems like you already have, like... Uh, I don't have it all figured out. <laughs> no, but not figured out, but as oh. far as... um. You're already taking the steps for it. Yeah, yeah, definitely taking the steps, but there's still a lot of work to be done. So what else do you think you should work on? Well, I feel like you just have to keep constantly be around this. Like even this right here is working. Yeah. We're we're here talking. This is working. This is this is getting my creative juices flowing. Like I'm thinking already of ideas that I w- didn't have. Like basically always be around the camera, I would say. And if you're not around the camera, always do something creative. Even like you can work on something creative. You don't even have to do it. But just by you like working on it and like maybe writing some ideas out, you're already like bettering it. 
yourself and like getting ready for the next thing you do. Who who do you want to work for eventually? Who do I want to work for eventually? Or with? With? Um, honestly, I want to work with Netflix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to somehow find myself into like Netflix. I feel like that's the future right now. Streaming. Yeah. Like it even is, even even with this COVID thing that just it's unfortunate, but like I don't see movie theaters like at least now coming back like strong. It's hard, it's, man. And especially because it's such a nostalgic kind of thing. Like, going to the movies is, like, a thing to do. Mm-hmm. But so was, like, driving movie theaters. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's just gone. Yeah, that's just gone. That's too, gone. Man. And we have better cars. It's not like we didn't have good cars, you know? Like, it's just, it's a lot more comfy. There's heat. There's like, more silent. They're less bulky. And, like, my boy Isaac would, like, he's probably going to hate me for saying I want to work with Netflix. Because what he wants to do with me and Andrew and, like, whoever wants to be a part of is he wants to create his own platform. Like, you know? His own streaming platform and like of our own content and i'm th- and i'm working with him and that's what we're doing now well you but have a separate goal though that makes sense because your, your goal isn't to create like a platform your goal is more just to story have time. one of the best stories <laughs> exactly so yeah that, that's completely out of your mind like that makes sense and that's what i that's that's the next thing like what i feel like to be successful in doing that you have to find like how you were saying before a theme that everyone can relate to and that's that's what it is. You have to find a theme that everyone can relate to, and then create a story around that. Mm. That's difficult, though. It is difficult. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it sounds so easy. Like, yeah, just find something everyone can relate to and do it. No, when you actually like sit down and do it. Yeah, because that's to be, that's to actually hit emotion. Yeah, yeah. It definitely. can't just, it can't just be context. Mm-hmm. Can you control your emotions like that? Like, can you like, like, if you're getting into a character, can you like cry on demand and stuff? I've d- I've cried on demand. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna send you a few. <laughs> I'm going to send you a few films, actually, that I've done. Actually, I created another film, too. I forgot to, t- to mention it. Um, what was it called? It was called uh, The Lucky Two. Yeah, I created The Lucky Two. I submitted it to the Dominican Film Festival. Oh, you did? Yeah. And yeah, actually, I I'm going to put it out, too, now. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty. I need nice. your help with that, man. I, like I said, I've never created, like, an actual film. I've just been. I, I've always been concentrating on, like, the visuals aspect of things. Like, I like how things look. Um, and then story just kind of follows it for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I know stories like really important, like for anything in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an interview is a lot more important than, than just a perfectly, visual piece. But then again, a visual piece hits different stimulus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's also like, I like when people look at it and it, they reflect on themselves in that way, like they see what they want to see. So like a lot of things when I put out, like I try not to write too much context in a way. Yeah, I like what I like about your yeah exactly. That's what I like about your thing, like visual. <laughs> you, you nailed it I mean I was gonna like say the same thing like you make people tell their own stories with whatever you visualize in your in your thing and it's so good to have that because that's something everyone can relate to visuals yeah you interpret that your own way I mean you have you you make your own story like it's obviously there's a story to it but people interpret it in their own way like people relate to it with I, their I, memories. I like that yeah yeah, yeah that, that that's I like when I'm people talking. interpret their own their things in their own way because a, a lot of a lot of great art pieces they're, they're just like that it's, mm-hmm. there's no much there's not much context like mm-hmm. the Mona Lisa like was she real like was she not real was it a guy was it a girl was she smiling I don't know what do you see yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's what I like and everyone sees something different everyone sees something different and that's what I think it's so cool because um it's more like a psychological thing mm-hmm. oh you know what it is too I've always been interested in the psychological aspect of people like why they work a certain way not necessarily like like how you said you, you, you like have their character building i like seeing why they got to that place in the first place like why did i do this like why did i do that i do that because I, I usually bite like my little like 
like mm. skin right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's never. And it's. I not, didn't mean to call you out on that. No, no, but that, that, that's just because like, we were talking, and that was the first thing. But you that's did, just the first thing. Like I started thinking about, like, why do you do that? Like, um, I'm trying to even think. Like, it's just like little things like that. Like, why, why do people stand up straight? Why do people like slouch? Like, there's a reason behind that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do they have a back problem? Maybe not so. Do they like? Do they? Do they just don't feel comfortable? Like when people go like this a lot, like you know, yeah, like yeah, closed yeah. in. Like, are they very timid? Like, just like how you describe, like, a character building, mm-hmm. I like focusing on, like, why they got to that point in the first place. So, because of that, I use that to, like, put in a visual piece. I don't even know how, but I guess it always happens on the time, like, in the time being it comes. Like, it just, that's how I like building it. So, that's why I think real stories are very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's cool. It's, like, it's very psychological. I, re- I, re- I used to read a lot of books, more just, like, focus on myself, like, why I was a very timid person and how to get out of that. Um, but reading books on how people work and why they work a certain way is, is mad cool. That's what I focus on. That's dope, bro. That's dope. What influences you? What influences me? I feel like just the world itself influences me. Like, I, I honestly want to see the world better. Like, and like, if I can make, if I can throw a little like seed by telling you a story and like, making you feel uncomfortable so you realize like this isn't this isn't like well that's my goal this you know make you feel uncomfortable so you realize this shouldn't be done this way and there's other ways to go about it what what specifically i guess so like let's take for example specifically my my film the lucky two i mean i exaggerated it of course yeah everything you have to exaggerate in film but it's basically (laughs) it's basically gentrification in washington heights where i lived that's oh, it became gentrified. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's still becoming gentrified. Like they, I mean, sense, like yeah. I just, I just went to visit my mom. Yeah. Like two days ago, my parents and right there on one eighty first, there was this movie theater that was right there on one eighty first and Broadway, and I just went there and I'm turning and the whole thing just is like it's not there no more. They they took down the whole building. It's oh, just wow. flat land yeah. and it's a whole big lot. And I'm like, I know what's coming there already, a big ass building. Yeah. rent up the sky yeah gentrification <laughs> that's all i could think of you know so i wanted to make a story about that i mean honestly there's really nothing we can do to stop it no nah, it happens you know we're not going to be able to stop it but yeah. i'll bring awareness to it a little bit and that's what that my story that story is about bringing like awareness and it actually started as a monologue it started as a monologue like i, I wrote a monologue and I was like, I really like this monologue, you know? Yeah. I want to make it into a, into a short. And then I thought of, like, how I could make it into a short, and it became the lucky two. And... Do you feel like you want to influence people in a way, or do you just want to put the info out? I think there's two different ways to approach Yeah. Um, I just want people to change. Like, not change in, in a sense, like, I don't want you to change drastically. I just want you to be aware of what's going on and make better decisions that that's it whether that be like if i'm influencing you into making a better decision or i'm like informing you no i guess i guess it would be influencing because informing is just like telling people like this is what it is Mm -hmm. and not basically wanting change after so yeah i want to influence people to change okay so yeah like we focus more on the change aspect Mm -hmm. yeah i think there's always um yeah there's two different ways to storytell like either storytell in a perspective that is making people lean a certain way or having just people just see it as it is and then making their judgment from that. 
Well, yeah, in a sense, you also want to show them how it is, but I feel like I'll push a little bit towards, to like the, towards the change inside I think that's right, here, just a little bit. I feel like everyone does, no? Unless it's a doc. I feel like documentaries. Which is why it, I like yeah, it. it. It is what it is, and you make your own it's judgment it for it. But if you're not doing a doc, I feel like everyone is pushing aside. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no way you can tell me. I feel like, personally, maybe you can tell me something that is. I feel like I haven't seen a film that's not a doc. That's just information, and it's not picking a side. I feel like the director, that's the job of the director and the playwright. They have to, like, pick a side and a story to tell, you know? So I naturally think people, um, the majority of them are good. And it's impossible for the majority to be bad. Just if you just think about daily driving. You're driving to work, driving to whatever. Any car could just ram into your ass, but nobody chooses to because nobody wants to be a dickhead. Very few people are dickheads. Which is what like makes you think that the world's a dickhead, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, people are just good, like naturally. It's unfortunate people have very like tough lives because they're in an environment where the majority are bad influences. I feel like, but it is up to you to like really get yeah. out of there. I feel like you you you're onto something. There. I feel like people are. I want to say because it's like a yin yang. I feel like yeah. people are. It's a balance. Mostly good. Like, Mostly you know, because we make bad decisions. We're not, you know, always. So but it doesn't I've, make you bad. No, it doesn't make you bad. Yeah. It doesn't make you bad. Exactly. But that's why I say we're mostly good because what makes you bad? Hmm? It's a, and, and <laughs> Making that's bad thing. decisions, making a lot more bad decisions than good, I guess, will make you bad. But it's also like what really is like good or bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And naturally, the human like perspective is just going to go to uh, a helping of each other. It's not it's not going to go downhill. It's very rare when it goes downhill. That's usually when there's an influence. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you... I think in general, like if you show things the way it is, like people are naturally, there's always a natural perspective to go positive. People want to be positive. Nobody wants to really be negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's why I like showing like things the way it is because then people are going to make their own decisions in that way. Like influencing too. Like if there's something I really believe in, like I'm going to influence, I'm going to show a perspective. But I think the biggest perspective to show things or to make people influence a certain way, which how you said, just showing what it is. Because people naturally go to the good. I I see. I like that. I like whether it's the good or bad. Like people are naturally like good. Like I I think. Fortunately for me, I've never been like in a depressive state. Like I think it's impossible for me. It's just the way my mind works. It's just you know that's just how it happened. I've had everyone's have had their fair share of like negative things happen. That's I don't want to get into that because it doesn't really matter. It's like everyone's perspective is different. Like if if you crash your car or whatever, right? For you, that could have been the most devastating thing in the world. Somebody else could have lost someone, like a friend or something, and to them it's just as equally devastating as losing a car. Who who are you to say that? Like, which one was more devastating? You know, because each of them had his own certain importance. So like, that's why I feel like like experiences doesn't really matter. Yeah. It's how you actually felt. So, I just think documenting the way things are is just how it should be, because people are naturally gonna pick the good experience. Mm-hmm. But then, how would you tell like a story with? Well, you could always tell stories, documentary, mm-hmm. of course, but it would be always like, because when you're documentary, when you when you doc, you're telling stories of based on what happened, so you're still telling a story, you know. It's like it happened in real life, and like we're talking right now, and we're talking about stories that happened, mm-hmm. so we're storytelling. You're storytelling a perspective, but yeah. then when you give multiple perspectives, which yeah. ones? Yeah, yeah. Which one's the good one? Which one's the bad one? Which one's the important one? Hmm. It's up to the viewer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that, that's, that's why I think it's important. Like th- showing things the way it is. It's like, 
It's about perspective. Like when you think of perspectives, the more you know about people around you, the more you're just not gonna you're gonna be naturally understanding because you just know you just know a bit more. And then when you show like a perspective of something, it's just as important as showing like the positive and the and the negative. So whenever it's it's like if you want to be happy, you can't just tell everybody oh positive vibes only. You know positive vibes only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like no, you have to experience negative because it's like that that's just part of life. You have to. So when you show a perspective of like a story, like of someone coming up, it's cool when you see like the negative experiences because then people can relate and then, you know, there's naturally a, a positive outcome. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's no, I, yeah, I I like agree. that. I agree. I agree. What do you do daily that helps you be creative? What, um, what I do daily? Well, I try to uh, like my, my thing recently was like, I want to touch the camera at least every day once. Oh yeah, yeah. But I haven't been doing it. <laughs> so I daily, what I do, I create a cup of coffee daily. That's my essential. I, I wake up. <laughs> I was gonna you ask know? you for more too later, but yeah, I'll, I'll brew. I'll, I'll brew some more. <laughs> that's, did that's, you add anything to it, or was it just straight coffee? No, straight coffee. Just really, straight, what yeah. coffee is that? I I did a mix. I did a mix of. Um, you know, Supremo coffee and uh, Cafe Bustelo. So I see it right there. Yeah. Oh, you see it? Where is yeah. it? Yeah. The Cafe Bustelo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So I mix those two and that's the. But I like it real strong. Yeah, it tastes good. It was actually pretty sweet. I thought you put sugar in oh, it. I did put a little bit of sugar. Oh, okay. I was about to like say. Two like teaspoons. There, I there, two that makes teaspoons. sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I didn't even ask you, but I put some I was like, why is it? Like, it tastes pretty sweet. Because I was like, it's going to be too bitter if I just give you that coffee, like, straight. It might be, but. Nah, it tastes good. I make, as my mom calls it, tinta ink. Tinta. <laughs> just like, I, I don't really, ink. Yeah, I don't really try. I like drinking black coffee. Um, usually like Colombian coffee. It's like a perfect oh, yeah. balance of like. Just Colombian coffee is strong too. Yeah. yeah. Juan Valdez. Yeah. Is that good? <laughs> so that, so your routine, let, let's, let's see like what, I like seeing, I like asking people what their daily routine is because. So my daily routine, I would wake up, brush my teeth, scrape my tongue, make sure you get a tongue scraper, scrape that bacteria off your tongue. I have that actually. <laughs> And then I'll come uh, brew some coffee and a bagel with cream cheese, and I'm out the door to work. Now I'm working from home, so it's amazing. Do you do that every day? Like, that's the actual that's, routine? I try to do it every day, really? yeah. And then to get creative, like, I feel like when, I, when I'm when i most thinking and, like, creative, mm-hmm. it's driving. Really? Yeah, driving. And, like, I people love to drive with the radio on. I, I drive with the radio on, too, but with the radio off and you're driving it's like meditating it's like you know like silence know. yeah yeah silence you're like you know that's when i think of like projects and stuff and like i always have to now i have to drive to work which is like 45 minutes so i have time Jesus to like Christ. to like yeah. think and you know do you meditate or not um or is that your driving i feel like driving is meditating i haven't i haven't meditated like yeah i feel like driving is meditating but i, I haven't like sat down like okay this is my time to meditate I'll try that though. And, and see when it's it like long drives, um, when I used to commute to Jersey City a lot, I I started listening to a bunch of podcasts. Yeah, podcasts is podcasts. It's what got me into doing a podcast because I, I think it's interesting to have conversations with people and just to hear like what they're talking about. It's like when you go into a room, you like I like hearing people like mm-hmm, talk because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's how you know things and that's mm-hmm. how you that's how you gain like something. When you're talking, you're not really gaining anything. You're just restating what you already know. Yeah. But when you're listening, like obviously, like it's when you actually know stuff, and people naturally, naturally like talking about themselves. So I always try to get people to tell me about themselves because it's just they're just gonna naturally spell out whatever they like. Yep, yep. 
it's I all think it's gonna, mad cool. It's all gonna come out. <laughs> yeah, it's all cool. People, people just want to be heard. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which is why I like making. Cre- I wanted to make creators block. So my point for that is to have like a platform and a collective for people to just tell their story. Because again, I think art is valuable when there's a documented history behind that, and knowing what people are like are about. That's what makes art valuable. Like if you see, like I said, the Mona Lisa, like you know yeah, the history yeah. behind it. That's why it's so valuable, and to document it in early stages, I think that's important because then the next 20, 30 years, that's when it's become valuable. And like the first podcast, it's usually like the most important one. That's what I want to do. I want to collect people's like podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it's nice. cool, man. Nice I think show. it's cool. Because then later on, when you when you make like a big film and stuff like that, like yeah, I want to yeah. remember this time where yeah, it's just I like... I had his first podcast. It's just like, I mean, I, I'm not sure if I was the first podcast, but... Am I actually? Well, I I've done like, I I've done like one interviews, before. probably right interviews. Yeah, I've done yeah. interviews, not podcasts. So I guess you would be the first podcast. But even so, even just like early stages. Like but even even after all the interviews and podcasts, I gotta say this is one of the best ones. I just want to talk, yo. I just like converse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like have you seen? Have you listened to Joe Rogan's podcast? Of course, who hasn't? Dude, it's just like <laughs> it's crazy. It, it, he's just having conversations, and I think and he's getting paid, bro. Yo, bank Spotify deal. I wonder oh, if it's God. gonna go up or down. Because people are talking mad shit about it. Like yeah. the, the Spotify deal. Oh, why? What, what are they talking well, about? Well, I just think he sold out. But because mm. um, YouTube, the comment section was like a big thing there. Mm. And they had it, he had it all over YouTube. Like, you know, it's just everywhere. Now that it's exclusively to, to Spotify. Like, it's not, you can't find it anywhere else. I don't know. People are a little frustrated about that. So they think he sold out. I mean, we'll see. They they thought he was doing he was stupid for doing podcasts 10 years ago. So Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's gonna just it's gonna change. It's mm-hmm. he's he's still gonna do what he's doing. So for sure. Oh, and now we I want to get into like creators block. How do you get over that? Do you just keep writing like how you said? Yeah, like sometimes you have to step away because it's like frustrating. Like I, I feel like I get frustrated if I'm like there with the pen and paper, and nothing's coming out. But like I said before, how I deal with it, I was just like, I just take the paper and just start writing. When was the last time you had one? creator's block <laughs> not too long ago actually really <laughs> like recently i also been getting into like you know making songs and like rapping and like oh really like, yeah, i didn't like, know like you know like I, it's, it's starting like comedy comedy rap and like yeah. here and there but i'll get some creators block there too so i feel like i just step away from it for a little few minutes maybe go make myself a cup of coffee go use the restroom then come back and see like you know see how you get yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. do, do you ever push through it or is just yeah, you can push through it, but to me, what works best, because, like, my thing is, I don't want to be frustrated making something. Yeah. So I just step away for a little bit, and then I'll come back with a clean, clean slate. Because hmm. I, I like, I, I like a balance of both. It's like, um, you don't know, I, I don't know when to ever, like, step away or to, like, keep going. The thing about stepping away is, like, if you get frustrated and you step away, then you don't, you don't want to come back to it. That, yeah. that, that, that messes it up, too. So, yeah, I, I, I see where you mean the balance is needed. I try to push myself, but like again, if I'm frustrated doing something, it's not. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Put I know. My I, I always think it depends on the situation, <laughs> yeah, which yeah, is why, yeah. like, I never know. Because sometimes you're in like a, a state of flow, and not necessarily like it's just flowing right, but it's like if you don't finish this, like that's it. You're asked out. Like your 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 thought process is not gonna be the yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. So then I either stick through it like that, or I just like keep going. No, when you're flowing, you have to flow. You have, you to, have like, to flow. Yeah, because if you if you like, it's happened to me before in the car. 
I'm like meditating and I think of this idea and I'm like, yo, this is awesome. I'm going to do it like this, this <laughs> and that. And then when I get to the place I'm at, I'm like, damn, I didn't write anything down. I don't remember shit, bro. Oh, that happens to be a lot. Yo. And you're like, yo, that was it. That was what's going to get everybody to be like, oh, shit. You know what I do sometimes? I just record myself just talk it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's and then I just, I just say it. I'm just like, yo, think about this and that. And I still have a lot of recordings of myself when I was, um, when I was coming up with like the skate film idea or just like the COVID films. And I was just like talking like the whole, the whole thing. I was like, this, this, that, this, that. Even like creators, like what I want to do for them, just like talking, talking. So there's like a bunch of notes I have to still go through. Mm-hmm. And that's why I just like, I got to make sure like I, I write it down or say it because now you're going to forget it. And I have a really bad memory. So I have to, I have to state it down. So your voice notes are, are, are popping right now. Voice notes are crazy. <laughs> And it's it's mostly in like my camera roll, and I gotta find it actually, cause now I think about it, I, I never really put it in like a folder. I just kind of like just mm-hmm. jotted it down. But that's why I always carry like that little note thing I gave you, cause I wrote that when I originally came up with like the podcast idea, and that's just like the main topics. Everything kind of branches out afterwards, and I'm not gonna remember that every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always just like look at this, and that's why I always keep it like next to me. And it, it's just a natural convo. Last thing I want to get into is what advice would you give people to what you do, whether it's acting, <laughs> filmmaking, honestly, the storytelling. You gotta find it what what is that you want to do, and then just keep working at that. Like if if you like storytelling, just find a way like each day to do a little bit of of something, whether that be writing an idea, recording yourself, like. And if and if you can't do that, then be around people who do that. Like, look for somebody that you might want to, like, be like. Like, yeah. Um, look for somebody that's doing. Look for somebody that's in the field. Because if you're around them, eventually, like, look. For example, AD, I always saw his work. I was like, yo, damn, this guy, he knows what he's doing. Like, yeah. I wanna, I wanna get that knowledge. I want my videos to look like this quality. I want, I wanna learn how to do this. You know. Somehow I made it to him and like, look, he showed me how to, the whole black magic camera. Like he helped me set this up. Yeah. It's not even how to do that. Yeah. He helped me set this up. He, he learned so much shit. So grateful for this guy. And like, now I know that now I'm looking for something else. Now like, now I'm like, okay, where can I find a good storyteller now? Now I, now I know the camera work. I know how to do the camera. I know how to do sound. Where can I find somebody that knows how to tell, tell stories and like, you know, I'm, starting to reach out to creatives now like that now i'm working with isaac you know he's he's writing he tells his stories and it's always like just learning as much as you can in the field because if you want to be a storyteller there's so much to storytelling yeah if you want to be an actor there's so much to acting it's not like you know it's not like one specific thing so if you learn everything around it like if you want to learn if you want to do acting i feel like you should learn camera work too because then you're you're aware of camera or if you like doing theater because i studied theater so if you want to do theater then you have to be aware you have to go watch a lot of theater you have to be in the how, audience how was theater class did you like it yeah i loved it man really i loved it theater i i loved it because what's the difference about theater and camera acting is that theater is live so you get that feedback directly yeah, yeah you feed scary. off the audience right That's there it's scary and yeah. you only get one take. It's not like, all right, cut. Let's yeah. do this again. No, it's like, this is what it is. If you messed up, you got to roll with the punches. You got to just go. Oh, that's scary. That is scary. It's like stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. Mad scary. It's another monster. Yeah, I did stand-up comedy once. I bombed so horrible. Where? Yeah. Um, in um, 
Tommy was actually hosting like. like oh really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, did I think I remember I him saying. horribly. Then I came back and I like, actually won a competition. Uh, like, oh, and next time the or that in. same time? No, the next time. The next time. Oh I shit! Won, so yeah. that one you did bomb. The f- first time I bombed. I put on YouTube my first time doing comedy. I did good. That wasn't my first time doing comedy. How'd you feel the first when time you I, it? I felt horrible. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I wanted to. I wanted to hide, and you can't hide. It's like, where do I go? I just. <laughs> oh shit! Yo, that's but scary. I man. bombed honestly because I didn't put the work in. Yeah. I didn't put the work in. You can never like cheat the system. There's no way you have to put the work in. Then the next time I put the work in, I like rehearsed it. With my girlfriend helped me out a lot. We was like going over this thing. Came back and like people, people loved oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People loved it, and I actually won. I won fifty dollars a hat, and I was like, oh shit! Oh, yeah. Wait, where? Where did you do it? Um, I think it was uh Brown Sugar. It was like a restaurant uptown. Oh, it's in New York. Yeah, Tommy was there. Tommy was actually hosting the whole thing. So, how are they? I, I they're, yo, they're funny as hell. Tommy, hilarious, hilarious. I mean, that's what they do. Yeah, they're comedians. Do, do they do they do like stand up like that? Yeah, they do stand up. Yeah, yeah. That's what Tom, that. Tommy's like. Tommy's all about stand up. You got to get Tommy on your podcast. I know. I told him about it. I told him and Ivan about it. We haven't. I haven't seen him in a while though, because like I don't really go by the studio as much anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, fucking work, dude. It's like so so much work. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna start going like more on the weekends. But I do want to get Tommy and and Ivan on the podcast. Yeah, I think yeah. they're mad funny. Yeah, you know? yeah. You have a ball with them. I know they're so they're so fucking their skits are always mad fucking stupid, yo. <laughs> but yo, it's a pleasure, man. I I I'm, I'm still thinking you. about like the whole barbershop idea. Like that's mad cool. Like how you get into character with that and like looking at the physical attributes. I think that's interesting, because I I've never really heard anybody explain how they get into like an acting process. Like I hear people like get into character and stuff, mm-hmm. but how you describe it, like getting like little motions and stuff, like that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like once you. Once you build the body, everything else comes second. And I mean, I learned that also in City College. Like, that's how they first, like, taught me. Like, we would, like, like how they would do. I always go back to the barbershop because that's where I seen the most people and, like, the most mm-hmm. diverse um, people. But it was basically, like, we would, it's a black theater. We would be in the space and we'd be walking around. And then they'll say something like, okay, now imagine you're walking and you smell a burger. So you're, like, walking and then you're, like, how would you walk now? I smell the cheeseburger shit do i like a cheeseburger <laughs> am i a vegan no fucking i love a cheeseburger all right am i a vegan yeah, right? yeah, yeah. no you know the character like you're yeah. thinking about it so they're like yeah you're like okay and then you walk and then they'll like give you another cue like okay like they're changing like things and you have to constantly adapt but i felt like that's what they were building you towards like you know you build the body first and then everything else comes oh what the fuck that's so weird <laughs> that's mad weird that sounds trippy that sounds like a trippy experience yeah, yeah, yeah. like that it's, whole drama class or whatever what, what class was that that was um, was that theater? That was theater, yeah. That was theater, but that I, sounds I, trippy. I, I I forget what class specifically that was, but that was definitely theater. I'm too timid for that. I don't think. Oh, maybe not anymore, but nah, nah, I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I don't know. I might just do it just to get like over the nerves, but mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That sounds cool though. But yeah, thank you again. Thank you for the coffee. Thank you, good sir. What it's are your social pleasure. media points? Social media, you can find me on Instagram at a1 versatile um facebook alex polanco um dude polanco sounds like a fake last name yeah (laughs) (laughs) yo it's actually popular it's actually popular really Mm -hmm. are you dominican yes uh i'm dominican i was born here my parents are both dominican from cotui el cibao i don't know what that is it's uh in the south somewhere in the island yeah somewhere (laughs) in the island (laughs) 
Yeah, but thank you, man. We got to work on stuff. Yes, yes. I want to yes. see all the films you've been doing because I haven't seen any of, any of your other work like that. Yes, I'm going to send um, it to you. But pleasure, bro. Always. Thank you. Thank you, good sir.